When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Episode 80. It isn't, is it? It is, it is, yeah, it is, yeah. Holy, episode holy Jesus. Um, 80 of these yeah. fucking things we've done at this stage, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Do you know, we've had like, and it'll be more, because now we're with um, we're on the Headstuff Network, it's harder, because we used to be with SoundCloud, so I could track it, but we've had over 400,000 listens, like over 400,000 listens all over the world. Wow. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty deadly now. In fairness, it's very, in fairness, yeah. stick. It is very good. Cool. Very good. Um, you should subscribe <laughs> if you haven't done so. You should tell somebody to subscribe, um, because because we took three weeks off. We've kind of now we haven't left the iTunes chart. We've, we've gone well. Yeah, we're kind of we were lower than we usually have ever been. So oh, well, give us a bump. Yeah, give us a bump. Give us a bump. We, we very much appreciate it. Listen, I have to tell you a fucking story. I went into a, you know, um. My bike went missing. We talked about it last week, yeah, right? Yeah. So my my motorbike went missing, yeah. and I was in Marino, uh, the same coffee shop I was in that has the message on the wall of Kurt Cobain saying "I hate myself and want to die." Real cheerful sort of a place, right? Uh, the same coffee shop I met Jeremy Connolly in. I was chatting to him one time. Oh, you told us about that yeah, yeah. before. So I walk in there again, right? I walk in there again the weekend, and um, Ali, the guy that works there, lovely bloke. Now I don't know where he's from, right? right. So he's a farm fella, right? He's an ordinary farm fella, which is what. Uh, How long have you been here, Ali? Hello, yeah, how long have I been here, Ali? I don't know, but he's... Uh, so, every so often there's a bit of a communication breakdown, right? So, he, because I have this ridiculous moustache and fucking haircut, right. uh, which is getting worse and worse by the day, yeah. uh, I'm a bit sensitive about it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm a bit hyper, sort of sensitive, right? So I walk in and Ali goes, sorry to hear, right? And I thought he said, sorry about the hair. But he was saying, sorry to hear about your motorbike, right? Right. So I went, I know, I know, man. It's fucking terrible. I know. And he goes, oh, it's, it's so fucking bad. And I went, I know, man. Yeah, it's desperate. But what's, what can I fucking do about it, you know? And he goes, but doesn't it make you want to fucking kill? And I was like, it's just a fucking haircut, man. It's not that bad. It's just a fucking haircut and a moustache. You didn't really get the whole kill aspect of it. And he's like, no. To hear about your bike. I'm there, oh, fuck me. I totally got the wrong end of it. I thought, I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, Ali, you have issues. Sir, I know Ali a while. I've never seen him get this upset about anything. And now all of a sudden he's he wants to choke me out because I have a fucking moustache and a curly hair. I was like, that is fucked up. Yeah, so it just shows you I'm obviously being really hyper fucking sensitive about, sensitive it. about my ridiculous hair. I think because obviously you're not going to be able to cut it till the end of September. Oh, you're going to have, are you going to have this hair for the. You're gonna have no, for Dublin yeah. life. Yeah, I know. I know. It's appalling. Oh, this is so. If you're coming to the Dublin live, we're part of the Dublin Podcast Festival, and you can buy tickets on Ticketmaster.e. It's Monday, September 25th, and uh, in the Sugar Club, the reviewables are on before us, so you can go and uh, you can go and see them, and then we're going to be on after. And yeah, it's going to be a daily night. But actually, the bonus, like the Brucey bonus of this entire thing, a million percent, is that PJ will have a head. 
like a sponge. Like a sponge. I was going to say a gollywog, but I don't know what the. No, the, you're not allowed to say that. Why, it's racist. Why? It's because racist. they have. Cur- I'm not talking about in a black sense. I'm talking yeah. about in a sense of c- curly hair. No, the whole gollywog. Uh, gollywog is Can a racist thing. Can you not say thing. gollywog at all anymore? No, you can't say it. No. What about are those ice pops not called gollywogs no, anymore? No, just golly bars. It's the wog part that gets you in trouble. You look. I have a head like a golly. Golly, yeah, but you can't. No, it's definitely racist. It's definitely racist thing. It is. So do I have to take all that out now because I'm being racist? No, you don't. This is the fucking problem with the fucking world now. Nobody's allowed to make an honest fucking mistake. You didn't know. This is what I hate about all. Do you know something? This is what I fuck it. This is driving me up the fucking wall all the time now. This is the thing. You have all these. It's, do you know what it is? Right and left, right? It reminds me of that song. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the fucking right. It's assholes to the left wankers to the right we're living in a world where we are fucking determined not to understand each other there's no middle ground anymore no middle ground anybody left of stalin is a fucking nazi anybody fuck do you know what i mean anybody right uh, uh, anybody right of stalin is a fucking nazi anybody left of fucking chairman mao is a fucking communist. It's men. Communist dictator. The whole thing is fucked. It's fucked. You you forget that people are in the middle. So you're looking at all these Nazi rally fucking shite bags over in the States and pulling down fucking statues and anti-fa nutcases like they're walking around spraying fucking people and punching people and turning up and rioting their way to a fucking multicultural society. And then you have a a bunch of people on the left saying you can't speak and a bunch (laughs) you know know, know you fucking speak. People who would now hear you saying making an innocent fucking remark that you didn't know and go right you fucking racist and then people on the fucking right who think everybody that's the left is a fucking libtard give me like liberal tears <laughs> can't say that you fucking libtards you fucking lefty clown you fucking totalitarian the fascist alt left and the all fuck off most people most normal people I believe are in the middle Quite happy Try to not be, to fuck up. Quite happy to be confused and put right and learn a fucking thing or two as often as we go on. It's driving. It's actually driving me fucking mad. This whole polarization. It's the determination. I'm telling you, nobody wants. You know the way everything's so deliberately taken out of context now. Yeah. Deliberately. Deliberately. But you, do you know, like you know, you'd always say, like, seeing an article, uh, like, so in print journalism, you'd always see in the brackets, like, SICs, like, uh, you know, said in context, like, or said yeah. in conversation, like, so, so it's within context. Yeah. But now everything out of context. Is out of co- like the world is completely out of context. Deliberately. So if, if you say, so if you take from that podcast that one thing Suzanne said, PJ was, it's fucked. It's completely out of context. And like, I'm no fan of Donald Trump. In fact, I think he's a fucking ape, right? But that. when, but if he said happy birthday to somebody now, somebody go, oh yeah. Unless you wouldn't say happy birthday to a black person. Or he's only saying it because he's fucking... It's like, it's gone lunatic shit. Yeah. It's lunatic shit on all sides. And now I sound like Trump. On all sides. On all, there's everybody trouble. is there's just... Wrong. And then there's sides. me. Uh, and then Ivanka will be there Ch- as well. I have to say, I fucking have to say, there's a part of me, right? A small oh, part of me that has admiration for Trump's nincompoopness. What a great I just use of nincompoop. Fucking stop. Like, did you see the other day when he came out uh, and he defended Nazis, <laughs> promoted his winery, and then fucked off? <laughs> He's like, I'm actually supposed to still be on my on my vacation at the moment. Yeah. So Nazis, no. But you could try my wine. Yeah, but I have a great winery in Charlottesville. Really liked. People love it. 
Goodbye. A great rosé. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like it's. Fucking I did see amazing. him today because he obviously because of all the flooding that's in Texas at the moment and stuff. And, he, and he's going through over the next couple of days. Like Ivanka is going to call and she's going to see how check in on they are. And we're going to. He's like, and then I think maybe Friday. I think maybe Friday we're going to go back. To, it's like no. Your whole schedule is planned out for a year. You don't think. Like, yeah. they, they've already informed you. Like, you're the president of the United States. You're the one person who's not supposed to go, well, I think, eh. Uh, like, that's like. You can do what he wants. That's the fucking. That's the yeah. gasness about the whole thing. That yeah, is the fucking gasness about the whole thing. Um, well, let's do all this shit is doing my head. I'm, I'm getting so Anyway, sick. I apologize. So, You'll have a head like a sponge. I'm so fucking. Can I say sponge? No. Don't sponge? Know. No. Or is that like. Is that. Then am I. That's, you know, separating the Vilitas from the. I don't know. The, it's something. Yeah, it's something. It's like politics that's you know that's what it is isn't it mm. everybody is like like remember when you were in school and you were a fucking cure head or you were a punk or you were a fucking rocker or a mod or that's like the way politics is it's like identity politics that's now. actually what it you is you actually define yourself by what you believe so it doesn't mean so you can't be open to interpretation nobody can be yeah it can't no one can be a different opinion to you they gotta be the fucking enemy no matter who yeah. they are or what it is, they gotta be the fucking. If you enemy. have a different God opinion, you are the enemy. We can compromise or listen to each other. No, you gotta be the fucking enemy straight away. Which is ironic because we're trying to we're trying to promote this thing of where everybody can be an individual and we're, we're pushing this individuality. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what you are, it doesn't matter what tra- what gender you are, if you're transgender, if you're changing, none of these things matter as long as you have the correct opinion. As long as you, yeah, as long as you fit that thing, yeah. I was listening to this thing the other day on News Talk, right? Another fucking station. Yeah, whatever, right? And listening to it. And they were on slagging off students, right? College students. Now, I didn't agree with a fucking word they said. But immediately I decided I did agree with them. Because they got a text in saying, This conversation is outrageous. You sound like a pair of prats and it shouldn't have been allowed. This conversation should not have been allowed. You can't even go on the radio and fucking tease anybody anymore without someone saying you actually shouldn't have been allowed to, to open your fucking mouth. Uh, ah, that's where we're at, though. Tits to it. Uh, um, it's going to fucking wreck comedy, this shit. Honestly, I swear to God. In fairness, Tommy Tiernan said this years and years ago about a piece that he did, and it wasn't even, like, uh, for a DVD. It was, like, at, you know, Vicar Street or whatever it was. Yeah. And he said he made a comment. And from that, he was called racist, and he was oh, called all of those things. God. And he was, like... That one line was taken and he was like taken out of context and then ran with, he was like, not by the 200 people that were in the room, not one person stood up and left, not one person came to the gig and went, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm offended by what you said. Yeah. He was like, offended on other people's behalves. Yeah. It was then, it rolls from there. He was like, it was never on a DVD. It was never done. And he was like, and that's the shit that will kill comedy. That's what I like. You know what? You know, I couldn't stop fucking laughing at it, and I still can't get my head around it, right? I'm working with this Nigerian woman, Demi. I'm working with her in Young Offenders, right? Cool. She's actually playing the part of my daughter, right? Right. L- obviously, it's an adoption fucking storyline, okay. right? So uh, she's there's always <laughs> adoption somewhere with PJ. Yeah, there is. There? Yeah, yeah, there's me shiting on about it again, right? So she's my adopt. I, I adopted. She's my adopted I daughter. I adopted show, her. Right? You heard of the iPhone? So she's like 16 years old, right? And she was telling me her family history, and she's saying, "Yeah, yeah, my dad, my mo- I think her her original mother died, and her father and her then her father married another woman. Okay. So her mom, her mother's white. Okay. Right, so my mother's white, but daddy and mommy then went on to have more kids. Right, and she goes, yeah, yeah, no, I'm from Nigeria. My two brothers, they're half caste. I was like, I'm going. You can't say fucking half caste. You can't say it. And she's looking at me, going, I can't say it. She's, <laughs> she's like, I know, no, I'm pretty Can you sure. Not say half caste. I'm like, you, no, you can't say half caste. Mixed no. race. Mixed race. Right. But she okay. goes, they don't like it. They don't like being called mixed race. I'm like, well, all I know is. 
I'm not fucking saying it. You say whatever the fuck you like. They're your brothers. I ain't saying it though. But I'm not fucking saying it. Uh, so it's just so weird. Like when you're when you're. Uh, it just, the language is changing all the time that you kind of can't use. I do always time. remember working in Ryanair. It was one of my favorite days. Um, so I was on I was on the customer service desk and there was a girl working on check in. And uh, she just came out with the best line ever. So she's black. And a guy, she charged him excess baggage, but he, she came with him up to the desk for him to pay or whatever. And he goes, this colored girl is after charging me. <laughs> and she, in fairness to her, my she, old man used to say colored just, My dad well. said colored as well. And she went, she literally just looked at him. She goes, I'm black. She's like, I'm black. I'm not purple. I'm not yellow. I'm not green. I'm not multicolored. She's like, I'm black. And he was like, just don't want to offend you, love. Yeah, he didn't so know what to, to say. I wanted to call you. In a non-offensive term, I wanted to call you. And she was like, I'm black. I'm not multicoloured. I'm yeah. not. She was like, don't call me. She was, coloured is actually quite a... F-. But she handled it. Like, I literally just sat there looking. I was like... You're, and she was like, ah, like, fuck it. Like, because he's not But did he's he, not And did he get me. the message then? Because she didn't jump percent, down his throat. A million percent. So he was on the cusp of being... So without the hysterical reaction, you've got two people that are fucking... She, it's a it, misunderstanding. It was, it was right? down to her. Yeah. Because if she had of got taken huge offence to it, but this is a girl who I can only now this is like back in two thousand and one, right? So I can only presume has been called everything under. You the know, sun. there's someone listening to you now that's going to go. It shouldn't fucking be down to her, Suzanne Ken. No, it should be down to your father to educate. Yeah. And that is where that's a yeah. load of bollocks. Yeah. We but, all but, don't know what we're fucking. Oh, stop. Not it. We're not all fucking educated and everything. The only way we can find out. The only way you learn in life is by making a fucking mistake. And when you make a mistake, you pass the responsibility on to someone but now else. But we're educated. And then you're. And as long as people don't lose their fucking minds over it, and you actually don't become a fucking, and you accept if you're someone corrects me on something. I'm quite happy to apologise yeah. and move on with my fucking life. Every and everybody should, but <laughs> it's that really funny thing, though, isn't it? As well, because I, I like I, we, we were talking about this about school only a couple of weeks ago. So now you, you know, they read all these things. People put stuff up on Facebook, or they, you know, these outrageous things that happened to the playground. My child had the bullying and stuff or whatever. But we had for a very short time because her dad was. Um, so it was like, I'm going to think like like high babies or first class. We had a little girl in our class um, who was Indian. And her dad was over, or Pakistani, and her dad was over, he's a doctor. And so she was, and we had her in our class for a very short amount of time. So the only sensible thing to do with her at playground time was put her in the middle and everybody go around her seeing a brown girl in the ring. Your job. Every single day. <laughs> oh my God. Right? I mean, she into it. Yeah, of course she was because it Have was. The but we, but that was you played brown girl in the ring. Fa la 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 la. la. There's a brown, brown girl in the ring. Fa la 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 la. And then you, you did all this thing, and then it went down. But like everyone had a turn. But then, essentially, there was a brown girl. Can you imagine? No way. Well, no fucking way. Like every single no one of those six-year-olds, their career or their education will be shot. They'd oh. all be put into some type of institution. Like, do you know what I mean? But and that was. You know, but if that happened now, and obviously you wouldn't do it now because you're a lot more educated, but that was only in like 1988, like. I know. Do you know, it's not that long ago. I know, it's fucked, it's fucked. We need to just be fucking honest and open with each other. I just think that the biggest thing as well, stop being disrespectful to people. Let's just be nice to people. I'm sorry, I didn't fucking know. Don't worry, it's grand. Yeah. Like, I'm no disrespect. I just don't fucking know. You can't find, I think, to be honest with you, I don't think it's fair to find questions offensive. I don't think it's fair to find questions. ask a question. You know when people get fucking, how dare you ask me that? Because I don't know the fucking answer. But I think sometimes it's like when you say to someone, why are you such a prick? Oh, well, that's, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has connotations. Have you any idea how big of an arsehole you are? That's different. But you know, (laughs) 
I don't think it's but fair it is, I think to find questions. For, and if you are hugely offended by your question, tell someone you shouldn't really ask me that. And yeah. here's why. It's the hysteria. It's the fucking 90% hysteria. 90% I don't know. I people believe. saying, what would you know, you fucking white man bastard? True. I fucking know because I'm listening. I'm trying to be a fucking, I'm trying to fit the fuck in. Yeah. I know what I mean? But I think 90% of people in this world, other than your absolute straight up batch of crazy bastards that are out there that populate the 10%. You know, 90% yeah. of people are good. 90% True. of this we don't want to offend someone and actually they say words that are offensive yeah. because they're trying not to be offensive. Yeah. You know, and it's... I know, it's, you get it all wrong. And that's what I say because the language changes all of the time and what is correct to say and what isn't... And I don't think anybody sets out to be disrespectful to anybody and it is that thing of like to just turn around and go rather than it being, you know, a Facebook post about this one time I was in Tesco and someone looked at me sideways and, you know, it was because... I was walking around in my pyjamas. Oh. Come on, can we not just all get along, folks? Jesus. Anyway, uh, oh my God. What now? What did you do? We didn't talk about this last week. I don't know if you've watched it, and I'm really excited if you haven't watched it yet, but maybe you have. U-Town. Mm, yes, I Netflix. have. Netflix. Hold on, U-Town. No, what's U-Town? So it's about the, it's a Mississippi. Oh no, Last Chance U. Oh, Last Chance, what did I say? U-Town, F-Town. Yeah, Last Chance U, I have watched it. U-Town, where did I get U-Town from? Yeah, it's a fucking great show. Isn't it the best ever? Fucking great show. So, um, Ollie, because I tweeted about it and then Ollie from, from, followed me on Twitter and now I just want to, but I think he's, I think he's left the football scene. I think he's rapping now. Who no, is? Ollie's in the who's in the first oh, season. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's I think he's playing some football, but I think he's also rapping. Oh, he's actually following you. Your man from the show is yeah, following. Yeah, he followed me on um on Twitter. Holy fuck, Almighty! Yeah, I, t- I tweeted about it, and he uh, yeah, he like he literally followed me there. I was I was delighted with myself. But yeah, if you had, last where did I get? Because I looked up S Town was in front of me on my uh on my iTunes. But yeah, last time too, if you haven't watched it, it's so, so good. And then I've got into a new one and I can't, I can't think of the name of it, so I'll have, keep it for another day, but it's another sports oh, I've one. Got, I've been watching this really good one. I've got two episodes left. It's brand new, I think. It's called uh, Atypical. Have you seen it? No. It's fucking it good. It's a really nice, really, really well now put don't together. don't put me into something where they're chopping each other up. No, no, it's, it's a really nice, really well put together piece of TV, right? So he's an 18-year-old kid. He's okay. got autism. Right. Uh, and his counsellor tells him, you should try and find yourself have a girlfriend amazing so it's about this 18 year old trying to understand the fucking minefield that is that is dating. love romance and relationships amazing. for the first time in his life Incredible. now at the same time home life unbeknownst to him is going fucking spare as well and oh. his old man his father is a guy who has a great podcast too Michael Rappaport okay. he's oh, a yeah, Boston actor my yeah. you'll probably know him if you see him uh, it's a fucking good show it's yeah. really What's well it put together it's called Atypical, Atypical. his uh, sister in it is brilliant she's kind of at the beginning of her sexual awakening as well oh, wow. uh, so it's all about that sort of uh, relationships and stuff and how he tries to communicate with people and how he sees everything so literally and he's on the spectrum it's fucking really good I rec- honestly I really recommend I'm it it's just a really nice that. piece of TV it's like 27 minute episodes uh, so you'll fly through it and uh, they all perform it really really well it's it's really enjoyable it's oh, really yeah. enjoyable TV I thought it was anyway but I'll be interested to see what other people yeah, think I'm gonna look fearless is the other one that I'm watching uh, we've just started it but we, we just started before we went on holiday so now I have to is get that back on Netflix into- as well Netflix so it's about bull riding Oh, fearless! Are these? They're all the Brazilian guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely off the I've charts. I've heard it's pretty good. It's off the charts stuff. Like it's just when you look at it and go, "Why the fuck would you do that?" Like, 
I and it, to them it's like a way out of Brazil and then the no, the notoriety of it and it's like all oh, the Americans going here's the fucking Brazilians coming in taking all of our money and I hear the Brazilians and are like the sh- they are the shit hot they lads. are they're inc- the, be- they're, best like, in the literally world. they're the best of the best of the best of the best like they're unbelievable and it's it's showing them from like essentially what would be our GAA nursery is like these kids like now they're kids like they're 10 and 11 year olds on these little baby bulls what? yeah yeah on baby bulls on baby bulls like literally going around learning how Fuck to to book yeah that oh, is a sport i would go on kids riding baby bulls it's, it's yeah so where how they train because they have to train like they have to do you know and then obviously then they have them on proper well, mechanic sheep or something no they're small but i'm pretty sure they're small That's bulls amazing. i can't wait to fucking yeah, go see and watch this it. and then and then you see like so obviously cuz the 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 bulls get bigger and then it's like how they draw who gets who and then like you'll see one of the riders going oh whatever bull they've got like number eight he's a you know fairly vicious bull and he's, he's harder to tame and he's wild and then you see one of the Brazilians coming back after injury like and it's like fuck me I'd never go but like he, the man was nearly paralysed from, from the Christ. neck down yeah, yeah. gets back on a bull or whatever but it's so funny because we were, we were laughing because then I, I remember that we were in Vegas the first time Joey and I went to Vegas together we were only together about six or seven weeks it was like talk about like like taking a chance but yeah we went and Joey <laughs> found me at a crap stable absolutely hammered uh, trying to pers- persuade a cowboy to give me his hat it just made sense. I was very drunk. He was sober. And he just and wanted to take his hat I want, off. And Joey was trying to then, like, you know what I'm like, Joey's trying to talk me down, going, Susie, that man has probably never taken his, his stats and ever off his head. He probably sleeps in it. Because this festival, so this was on while we were there. like Rodeo. A rodeo, yeah. So they, like, travel from everywhere for this bull riding rodeo. And in fairness to the man, he gave me a shot of his hat. Like, I'd say it was just easier. And he probably hadn't a notion <laughs> what I was saying. He gave me a shot of his hat. Like, <laughs> speaking of getting a shot of things... Um, I met the Rose Tralee. The new Rose Tralee. You're going to, you know you're really going to have to explain this because so, so many English people listening. And so many people across the world don't know what I'm talking about. So basically... This is... I don't even know where you fucking start. I'm so glad you brought this up because I wouldn't even know where to start with how to describe right. this to a non-Irish so there's person. A, there's an Irish institution every single year called the Rose Tralee. And basically, girls from all over the world compete to represent where they're from. So in Ireland, you represent your county. And then if you are abroad, you can represent the city. So like... But this sounds like it's a Miss World or a Miss... It's not. not. It's no bikinis. It's not teats and tits. Uh, So you you could be like... (laughs) They make omelettes on stage. They do also rap. They do hip hop dancing. They have to have a talent. I'll get to that. So basically, like you could be Miss Abadabi, Miss Doha, Miss Sydney, Miss Melbourne, Miss New Zealand, Miss so Leitrim. Miss Leitrim. Miss Offaly won this year, which is a girl called Jennifer, who's a, a GP a doctor. Um, and then if you get picked, then they have a, a festival for a week. And then everybody descends on the dome in Kerry. And then Dahi O'Shea, this Irish presenter, he. He presents the show, so it's over two nights, but it's a week's worth of festival. And then the winner becomes the Rose of Trilly, an ambassador for Trilly and for for Ireland. And then she goes on a year's worth of whatever things she has to do to be the Rose Trilly. But she's an ambassador for for the Rose Trilly. Now, it's not a beauty competition. It's not about spray tans. It's none of those things. It's like every single woman has something different to offer there's 32 of them I love you're laughing I I'm laughing because I think it's the naffest fucking it's thing it's so naff but you know what I've watched it like my int- it's like running 50 something years right and people call it the lovely girl competition but I adore it right I've and, watched it my entire life know, everybody in Ireland you meet says it's the biggest pile of shit they never look at it Except they hate me, it I love it but 
It is consistently in the top three most watched things in this fucking country With the every toy show. single year. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's third after the, the toy show. I think it's some sporting event. Yeah, Ireland, so Ireland final finals. And, the, yeah, and, this. and this. And so it's incredible, right? So anyway, they get interviewed. as an interview. We watch it on the telly. And then at the end of the interview, they have a chance if they want to do a talent. Some girls get up and sing. Now, bear in mind, so like you've girls from all over the world. So you've like American girls who have Irish descent. So you have to have an Irish as like so be some part of the diaspora somewhere around the world. Anyway, so some of them get up and sing. Some play the flute. Some play the tin whistle. It's some do an Irish cook. dance. Some people cook. You're a woman this year did an omelette. Girl this year did an omelette. Um, like a couple of years ago, the Dublin Rose did a hip hop dance. It was there was like, a scientific experiment. It was a scientific experiment. Like so, and then some of the girls choose not to do a talent at the end. So there you go. But anyway, <laughs> over <laughs> and then at the end, you're you're the one one girl is picked, and then she's crowned the Rose of Chile, and then a man sings the blue moon is rising. Oh, it's the worst song. So he song. sings this song with the Rose of Chile, and then she stands they're crying or whatever anyway I when I was about 20 looked into being a Rose Trilly you I want didn't. to swear to God you <laughs> fucking didn't of everything I've ever known about Suzanne Kane, this is it this is the moment this is the fucking boom shakalak reveal of your life swear, this is, swear down hope what did you actually go down and get forms no, or? so right so here so I thought about it I was like I really wanted <laughs> to do it now in hindsight, if anybody was probably the worst representation, I was I wasn't too bad then. Would you call um, Miss Lucan, Miss Dublin? I was being Miss Dublin. The Rose of Dublin. They don't right, do Miss. No, they don't do the Rose, the Rose of Dublin. Of Dublin. So I would have been. I would no, because I'm not. I don't even live near Lucan. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. I keep forgetting. I'm Temple Oak. You're Temple um, Oak, yeah. But yeah, no. So your county in Ireland, it's counties, right? Yeah. So I would have been the Dublin Rose. No, be like, there's a stiff competition for the Dublin Rose, by the way. Oh, there is. Uh, I know people who've been the Roses, but anyway. So I went and looked into it, and at the time, it was five thousand euro to enter because you to bring your own sponsorship fuck as a Five 20 year grand. old I would have I, you know I would have had to sell me myself to get that type of cash and then you'd never win so then you'd never win you'd never what's your win. talent well at the time it was gay burn or something wasn't well let me show you because you're not allowed to be married you can't, so you can't, you can't be married and you married. can't uh, you can't be married and you can't have had children so it is archaic in that respect I told the organiser because I met him <laughs> so I was in work on Sunday morning in TV3 and they, they had tweeted to say Jennifer the, the new Rose Trilly is in this morning and I instantly tweeted back on please tell me that she will be there after 11 when I get in and they were like you will be pleased you will be very pleased so I got in and she was there and she was really lovely but the organiser of the Rose Trilly was there one of the organisers and I just I just like lambasted him with questions I was like what about did. this and what about this and, what? and he told me all the answers and he was like, did you, like, you know, did you never think you should apply? And I went, well, thank you. But I've, I turned 37 while we were away. I had a birthday. I was like, I'm 37 and I have two children. I'm married. So I'm I'm exempt on every level. On every age, count. Is there um, an age limit? Yeah, yeah, there's an age limit as well. Oh, of like, right. I think like 30 could probably be a cut off. So age, marital status and children. Oh, so right, I'm, so I'm never completely gone. Happen. Yeah. So that was it. So then Jennifer came back after doing her interview and um, she was taking her crown off because she was finished her official duties as it were and she uh, she gave me a shot of her crown you did not wear the Rose of Trilly's <laughs> crown you we, wore it oh PJ you <laughs> have to show me a pic because you definitely a took picture. a fucking picture I have a video oh you have to put that up in the Dublands you have to I will put it up you have to there I am look at you Oh, look at you and the real rose behind you with yeah. a big smile on her noggin. Yeah, she was lovely. She was look like, at you. That is very, very. Imagine how many people are doing that. That's fucking hilarious. 
It's quite heavy, actually. Living out your childhood. Oh, childhood, 20s. Like my entire... And then I, your like, young woman's dream. I told her and everything I told her about... Uh, I told her about like my favourite all-time rose and you where t- she was from, <laughs> what she wore, everything. Like... Everything and she That's was, so I was a bigger fu- fan of the Rose Tralee than the Rose Tralee was. I love the way that inside you there's just this inner cornball struggling to get out the whole time. There's like this inner li- little nerd inside you that's always <laughs> just sort of scratching the surface. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Oh, you're I'm a nerd. You're fucking not. You like you, it's like you're not. You you no one would ever say that. It's like you're sort of the cool ma. I am so far from your, the cool ma. You're very expressive in yourself. You're fucking able to handle like you know you're so much better at this sort of shit than I am you know your way around Stu you're able to do it. and then all of a sudden you let out these little fucking whispers of of naff these little naff whispers you know yeah it was nearly a roll and then you're like oh, there you posing with your with tiara that's oh, it was incredible brilliant. it was honestly it was incredible and like I I like instantly sent it to Joey and I was like look look <laughs> and I it, it, and I had my picture taken and I net like in fairness I've met like a lot of people I've never asked for my picture taken with anyone and I was like to the rose would you mind if I had a picture taken with you and, she, and I look horrendous I look like I'm you pregnant don't. and everything no I do in the way in the picture because I'm so like overall <laughs> with like emotion and excitement that I'm like ah oh, the rose Actually. So yeah, so that's my life has been made basically. Ah, that's fucking very funny. <gasps> yeah, there you go. That so, is yeah, funny all is good. shit. Um, actually, speaking of me being me, um, I would like to take a moment just to say that my influence over you, yeah, the force is strong. I know. Oh because, Jesus! So you I eat know meat you've now. ruined fucking my life. Well, you've not yeah. ruined it. That's not. I'm fair sorry. To say. I have completely enhanced your world. Like, look at you. Like, you actually look like a better person. Because of, like, because of the influence I, look I have. like a fucking clown at Okay, the I know There's your no... hair isn't great, but look, we can... I actually think... I swear to God, I have this funny feeling we'll be sitting here mid-October and you'll have a full head and a beard. Oh my God, you're going to have... You're going to be hipster with a glitter beard. I will, will be bollocks. I will be bollocks. Mark no. my words, could all change. Um, but yeah, so you eat meat now. You live on the south side. You wear active wear constantly by the looks of things. because every time I see it, it's it so much better. So comfortable, I know. Freedom in the trousers is something I never understood properly. Right. I I never realised that, like, fucking jeans are so restrictive. So restrictive. And I burst out of a couple of pairs of jeans lately because the old working out, the old arse, well, it's probably fat. But either way, I've been bursting out. Is your arse getting bigger? Are you working on your... Yeah, I'm doing loads of squats and deadlifts and lunges. Is and that all for that, you know? thighs and bum? And yeah, and bottom. Yeah, trying okay. to trying to get the bottom rounder. You know what I mean? Okay. More pert and round. I can, I can put you onto a good person about that. Oh, I'm working on it's it. It's like six grand, two little implants. No, fuck bottom. that. Natural. <laughs> You'll well, have not a little natural. Brazilian bottom. Fuck whoop, natural. Whoop. I don't care about natural. If I, if I knew where to get the injections, I'd be taking them. Uh, so uh, what? What else was I supposed to yeah, talk so you, about? So you, oh yeah, you, and you fucked me up politically now as yeah. well. You, you see, have. you can see the good in Leo Bradker and Finnegan. Look, you went blue today. You fucked me up politically as well. You did. I've always been a loony liberale lefty <coughs> in my whole life. I've always been lefty liberale. Yeah. L- like, end the story. Times, uh, they are a changing. And then I read a story about your old buddy, Leo Varadkar, and I fucking go, Fair enough. Oh, that's all right, isn't he? <laughs> Ah, fucking fuck me up! Actually, did you see the other thing? Is this the other thing that happened? See, he was in Chicago. No, I have. I've my reason. I've influenced you, but tell me about what was Leo doing? Because I've missed out on things. I've been away for. All right, two he weeks. went over to Chicago, right? So he's in Chicago. Yeah. In fairness, right? So he's the leader of our country. Now yeah. imagine this: Englishers with Theresa May or um, Wherever you Americans are in the world. listening with Donald Trump. Imagine this would never happen, right? So he goes into a, a restaurant in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't booked a table now. 
right? So yeah. you would imagine, oh, here we fucking go. A dignitary walks in without a book and thinks he can just fucking float in and grab a table. Walks in, uh, can I get a table, please, for two? I think there was two of them, him mm. and someone else. Your woman goes, I don't have anything available. Do you want to wee? Yeah, why not? So she, they leave him sitting. That'd be Leo, all right. She'd no idea. She'd no idea who she was talking to. And bear in mind, he'd have his, his uh, aides and stuff with him because he's, he can't... He can't travel on his own. I don't know. Well, this is the story, well, isn't have it? To, yeah. So, so she, so they put her. So eventually, she gets the worst table in the place becomes available. She shoves him off into a dark little corner, leaves him there. He says not a word to her. Never puts her down. Gives her a fucking hearty tip, and she's walking out. The people are laughing, going, "Have you any idea what you've just fucking done?" She says, "No." She runs out, gets a picture. The whole lot, not a bother. What a gent! What a fucking gent! That's Leo. Like I mean, honestly, imagine like, and, and I have to say. I'm not enjoying saying this. It's killing you. I'm not enjoying saying this at all. I'm not. I'm not fucking enjoying it. <laughs> I'm not enjoying the fact that he's a. Well, he seems like a decent old skin. Now yeah. I can't disagree with him more about the whole repeal of the 18th. The repeal has to happen. Because like, I we am, need a referendum. I know, and I know I'm still very lefty, and I am totally abortion on demand, and that's the fucking end of it. It's between a woman and her doctor, and everyone else can fuck off, as far as I'm concerned. A woman and her body. Uh, that's better still, in fairness. And uh, for, and but and, and he's not that. But other shit he's saying. I mean, he got hammered, right? He got fucking really hammered in the press. Did you see this? About, I, I, uh, genuinely, he wants I've missed a to lot. To be like... the representative Taoiseach for people who get up early in the morning, he mm. said, right? He got fucking destroyed. That's what he said. For people who get up early in the morning. Basically, he means, I want to be a good representative for the fucking. People who are for putting the people in. who work yeah. and you know because because of course he's a centrist so he's so he's yeah. all about self improvement. Yeah. They fucking destroy them. What about if you don't have a job? What about the mothers who? What they do get up early in the fucking morning. That's included, See, I right? Think, I think what I about agree people with that who a want bit. to get up in the morning but they've nowhere to go? They they you're missing the fucking yeah. point. It's a fucking catchphrase for people to want to help it's themselves. Something for people to hone in on and and to it's take a and take a positive. And I'm like, man, this guy's got a fucking point. And again, Suzanne Kane. I know. I'm not enjoying saying this at all. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this at all. And you're sitting there all smug and fucking delighted with yourself because I'm saying this after I've had a sausage breakfast and a fucking every other wearing thing. Activewear, wearing living activewear. Living on the same With all your other fucking horrible influences you've put on me. I'm not even beyond moustache anymore. But now I'm agreeing with you on this too. I think it's time. I feel like we should part ways. It's like you've done your damage. You need somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Why will I put my powers to good work? But no, I, in fairness, the only thing I do, the, like he says about that getting up early in the morning, I just, that, like, it, repeal is a big thing for me as a yeah. woman. And also, I think, as well, as a woman working at home, you know, I'm trying to get a job, but for a woman working at home and for a lot of stay at home mothers, there isn't the, and even though Minister Sapone has said that she's putting childcare in place, she's not. She's actually just has something in place at the moment. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs, but, but she's just starting a child's education. It's not childcare in place, and she's not looking at the women of this country who want to contribute tax wise, exactly. who want to get out and work, and he needs to work on that exactly. as well. But I think that's the point he was yeah. making was and he I, wants to it, be able to represent exactly. people who want to get the fuck up in yeah. the morning. So there has to be. And go, that's what I, I think was. Yeah, I, again, but I understand we were determined that, but not to fucking understand it's, it's each other fi- it's we finding... made the decision to dis- to misunderstand yeah. each other mm. no no I get that that's all a fucking that's 100% more. what it is so it's, 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 it's honing in on that for me and you know my love for Leo it's, it's honing <laughs> in on that and that they start to they, we start to have very transparent political policies and I think that Leo is probably the man to do that and I think that that's what will become better so but I you know for from where we've come from and where we're going we're getting there but it's like a lot of like Minister Zappone I have so much respect for her I have so much respect for everything that she's doing for the LBG Catherine so, Zappone yeah, yeah Catherine Zappone for everything that she's done uh, for the Yes campaign um, for 
uh, equal rights for marriage. I have loads of respect for that. But as a mother with children, what she's doing for childcare is being painted as this amazing picture. But actually, for a reality of me, a middle class, it's a load of shite. Like, yeah, it doesn't really yeah, do anything. But that's right. all it's the never going to be enough. But back to my influence. Yeah. So I've done all of these things. Fuck you anyway. And then the dubs <laughs> were playing. So with the semi final, we were playing Tyrone, which, by the way, again, we won't talk too much about Gat because, you know, if you don't get it. But uh, we were pitted against but it Tyrone. It's the Dublin podcast. It's the Dublin all. podcast. All we all. are proud yeah. Dublin people after um, all. I was really excited about the semi final, about Dublin taking on Mayo. Or sorry, Dublin taking on Tyrone because I just thought it was going to be this amazing. Like I was saying, like the likes of Kev Mack will play because and Michael Darren McCauley and Bernard Brogan they'll all play because they're big, strong lads. Oh, and Tyrone are going to come and they're going to hit hard. I was waiting for. I thought we yeah. all know the Northern men are very physical. They're That's always what I thought hard. It was going to be. They never get to walk around. They're always they're like they fucking push you. They're tough. Yeah. So it's like what our younger over. our younger players, although they're crazy talented coming up through the ranks, they're lighter. They're still quite light. They're quick and they're nippy, but that wasn't the type of football I expected that we were going to get. So from those like, Nordies. No, I was like, we've got hard hits, so we'll see those lads come in. As it turned out, it was a bag of bollocks of a football game. It was just this defensive. They didn't... I like... It just... It was horrendous. It was a great result for a the A great dubs. result for the dubs. But I went, PJ, well, the morning of Sunday, the morning of the game, I was like, PJ, we're like, me now, I'd be excited. We'll be thinking about the game. So we went and did, we had to, PJ, be excited about the game. And he'll be there where he always is because that's the type of Dubs fan he is. Hill 16 is Dublin <laughs> only. With his flair up in I the air. I actually know where you're going now. I wasn't even going to fucking talk about this. I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Where were about. you, PJ? Because you're usually on the hill and you give me shit that I go and watch the Dubs. And I, where, do, where do I usually watch the Dubs? <laughs> so I usually watch the Dubs. This is my Hogan. business. You can't expose me on a podcast. Piss off. Fuck you. Piss off. <laughs> because you give it the, I haven't changed a bit. And where did you watch the Dublin game? In the premium Primo, suites. Primo! And he had a carvery. A carvery. It wasn't even a carvery. No, it wasn't. It was better. Yeah, it looked like it was the proper meal. It was it the Project Blue, the, the Friends of Dublin Football. So I had So how do I get up on steak, that? Fucking fillet <laughs> steak. Steak and kidney pie. <laughs> Bailey's cheesecake. That food is savage Fish well, cake starters and uh, some other thing that I've not. It was like not, a crab meat the, salad. Yeah, it's the proper no, sit-down yeah, meal. You know the way there's upstairs to yeah. even fancier yeah. again? Ah, now, I even, I even free haven't been drink, there. free food, free everything because I did a ten minute questions and answers with the with the friends of Dublin football. So how do I get in on that? <laughs> <laughs> but it absolutely, I genuinely sat there and went, "My work here is done." When I, I saw you, I'm done. Like you literally yeah, in yeah, primo, and I went, "And this is the horrible thing for him." I was like, "He's had a taste of the nectar." The never sweet, go back. No. no, I can never go back. You can never back to the hill, and also they won't allow you back. They won't. No, they won't have no. me now. No, just be like, it's, "Who are you?" It's incredible Take treachery. Take your flare on. Fuck and off. It was directly across the stadium from the hill, from Hill 16. Directly across. I'm like looking at the place. Looking down on And him. I'm holding me free Guinness, eating me free dinner. Right? Warm. And the fucking way no you have it set up. Like you have your main course, your fillet steak, the whole lot, right? The whistle blows for halftime. You come in, your dessert is sitting down. Obviously. There's a, your dessert there and the point is on the table waiting for you, right? So you come, I'm like, would you fucking stop? And I'm looking at the hill going, no, I'm never going back to those knackers. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, fucking trumped. I know. Of course, I am going back because it's the only way I have a ticket. But I have to My admit, I'm going to say something really bad. Really, really, really bad that I never thought I would say. As a Dublin fan, 
Since 1983, when I went to my first match as a seven-year-old kid. Yes, PJ. I have been on the hill for a long time. Yes, PJ. I wouldn't be fucking shite not challenge. To, I would change that ticket for a, a, a premium primo. ticket. Are Every, you primo? primo I'm, I want to be a primo man. I have an ambition to be a premium My man. My work here is done. <laughs> I do. I uh, didn't eat meat. Lived on the north side. <laughs> Only went to Hill 16. Now, now look at him over there oh. in his active wear. Can I say this? No, though? you can't go back. No, take your backies, <laughs> keepsies. You've changed, PJ actually, Gallagher. It You've actually changed. gets fucking worse. It gets worse. I'm more of a Southsider than ever. Not only am I a Southsider now. Oh, right. wait, you get this. this Not only good. am I a Southsider, I am also an upstanding member of the community. Oh, yes, indeed. I joined the RNLI. I haven't told anyone yet. Sorry. So I joined the RNLI. I saw that you did your show a couple of weeks ago on the Monday when you came back. I saw that you were on your show. And then the one thing about you is that if you if you get a bite of something you like, you really commit to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then my your snaps on Instagram, at PJ Galler on Instagram, for the entire week, I just saw you just hanging around, making food out of cans, and just <laughs> randomly on boats with your RNLI. I was like, fuck's sake. Yeah, so I so signed what's up. the story? So I joined. So what does that mean? So it means I'm uh, I'm a volunteer. Hopefully, I got to start me uh, sea training on Monday. Can you swim, PJ? Like without armbands? Yeah, smarty pants. Anyway, I won't have to just pull a life jacket and do all the work for you. If you grab, I can't get in. It's too cold. Can you grab this? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I start me training on the ship uh, on Monday. Monday night Wowzers. on the boat. I suppose they call it. It's a light I boat, don't not know. a light well, you're, ship. You're you're the seaman now, not well, me. Uh, not yet, but well. I'm hoping to be. So I'm going to do the training every Monday night, and then go. Hopefully, when I uh, it takes a year to train up That's properly to to get your proficiency. So is, is it is it it's volunteer basis? Is it the volunteer, or, yeah. or? So because I live within ten minutes of the station. So did they do a? <laughs> And you go, Mark, what no, is that I hear? It's me, I'm needed. And then you like put on your little suit and your boots. And no, run they down. give you a beeper. They give you a beeper. When so, you're on call. So when you're on so call. So how does this work? Because you used to do the blood bikes. Yeah. But you couldn't do it because obviously you do it early crossed mornings. crossed over with the new radio show, so I couldn't do it, right? So what, yeah. it didn't work out. So I kind of missed having something like that. Yeah. You know, I used to really enjoy doing the blood bike, right? Care in the community and that. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing about blood bike was you're always on your own as well. Yeah. Like you get a call. Well, you can't put you yeah, on your the blood. own. That's it. Yeah. This is totally this is a real social thing. I started hanging around at the. The lifeboat station like last week, and then met your man there, Collie, who's a great fucking bloke. And then, you know, I, I, thinking, I, I don't suppose you're still looking for volunteers. You're kind of going, yeah, they kind of get you know, they give you the long finger first because I want to see if you're a weirdo or whatever. And then when they were assured I was, they yeah. seemed quite happy to take me on. <laughs> I think, I, I think that they are, really yeah. So silly. you never know, I might be saving. People at sea, and if, you never know. We'll hope you'll be you the will. Prince William of uh, the Irish Seas. <laughs> so is it just boat based? Yeah, it's just boat. Yeah, it's the right. It's the Royal Royal National. No, the Royal. Yeah, hold on, Royal National Lifeboat or so Institute. Yeah, wow. so it's it's all over Britain and I, Ireland are the enough, only people. That I know because a guy who I used to work with in Q102, Shane Smith. He, I know, he, I think he does it up in Donegal. I think, or you think he's a partner? Because I know when the the 1916 um, all the praise and stuff were on yeah. the RNLI were in there and, and Shane was part like he, they come from Donegal or the lifeboat or whatever I don't know if that's a different thing the lifeboat maybe, yeah, well, maybe. there's different lifeboats there is an RNLI and see a lot of people just, I don't you know, know. because Ireland being as strangely political as it is it, royal being because it's a royal charter <laughs> yeah. it means that uh, you know it's got this funny history we have with royal charters we don't really like royalty No. so the RNLI kind of gets a pass because when they're saving we, lives and if you're 
up to shit at sea you uh, don't give a shit who's pulling you out of it really pretty much yeah. and also when we got our freedom from uh, Britain the Irish government asked they the Isle of Light to stay oh. because they couldn't fucking we didn't have the resources to do this now, shit ourselves they all have to leave but we don't have a boat yeah yeah so. <laughs> Yeah. You you can stay. Yeah, so you can stay. We won't kill you. And keep looking after people. Yeah. Just don't be wearing your blues and your, your reds. <laughs> just wear all blue. Actually, yellow wellies. Wear navy. It's all and yellow. Wear yellow wellies. Yeah, it's all just yellow. keep them. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I fucking can't wait to do it. I can't wait to get stuck in. Um, Logo is is, a Saint, is George's Cross. It's a George's it? Cross yeah. with a, with a star, which makes it even worse because it looks like the Nordy flag. So basically, it looks exactly like the Nordy flag without the hand. Let's just take stock of all of this, shall we? So you've moved to the south side. You wear active wear. You eat meat. You're now only eating the primo. You're Fine Gael. I'm not Fine and Gael. And essentially, you're turning British. Like... <laughs> As they say... You can dress it up any which way you your want. Your work here is fucking done. Thank you. Yeah, job done. Yeah. You have me cooked like a kipper, yeah. Meanwhile, he'll start singing God Save the Queen. <laughs> um, before we go, uh, we have to talk about Conor McGregor. Oh, I can't believe we missed it in the last podcast. Yeah. We were talking about Las Vegas and all. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, so I um, I actually was the one in my house. I was the I was the one who went, hmm. So I don't you really want, like... You wanted to see it? I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. So I... Um, don't particularly like Conor McGregor, but I completely respect his dedication and his training and all of those things. And let's face it, Floyd, Ma- Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather is... Um, so... I, I, <laughs> See, I would be totally the other way. Right? No, but no, he's just... There is, like, they're literally... Everything that what they both stand for in terms of their social lives, yeah. I'm like... No. I, I, they, they have no respect for women. I, all, I, I'm all like, whatever. I don't like either of them, I have no, to exactly, say. Exactly, right? Yeah, but did, in terms yeah. of Conor McGregor and what he is doing for Ireland and what he was a, a bloke on the dole a couple of years ago living in Crumlin and what he's achieved now I fucking hands up respect for that right so in his craft I respected the rest of it couldn't give a shit and then I love a bandwagon so <laughs> I love it I get sucked in and I want to get involved and as the, we're starting to get nearer and nearer and then we watch we were watching the weigh-in and actually Hannah was completely uh, totally disrespectful and woke in the middle of it so I had to go into our room and she never used to leave her room I had to go into our room and have it like and just hush her as I was watching it but I said to Joey I was like I actually I want to pay I want to pay for it I want to I want to watch it I want to get up and watch it because I think he had thought about maybe going to the lads house you know what I mean yeah I, I, pa- I paid for it fuck it I was so like 25 quid the, oh, you the I couldn't I couldn't cope with this shit of trying to find like Joey's like we could try and find a link I'm no, like I'm not fuck I'm not spending time on it for 25 quid I want to turn on the telly I want to Sit and walk. watch it, yeah. yeah, and that's what we did. Um, so I enjoyed the hype, I enjoyed the build up to it, I enjoyed, I literally, I enjoyed every single iota of it, and I found myself weirdly towards the end, I got completely panicked. I just was like, I can't if he gets knocked out, <laughs> I can't cope, and I, I was like, because. Whatever happened with Virgin Media, we turned it on upstairs in our room to see like where we were at with the last fight because we set our alarms for half four. And then we went downstairs to watch it. I think as we turned it on upstairs, you couldn't watch it downstairs. We went uh, back upstairs. Yeah. So that meant we had to be really quiet because both of the kids were sleeping. It was half four. But I ended up like halfway up the bed, nearly on the bed, going, Jesus, don't knock him out. Please don't knock him out. Don't. And I was, and Joey was like, relax. And I was like, because I, he's Irish. And all of a sudden... <laughs> I just didn't want him to get knocked out. I really didn't want him to get knocked out. And then my feelings came back. Yeah, I have different feelings. Go on. I'm not a fan of Mayweather or McGregor, right? No. At all. No. I just don't. 
Get they're it. not either neither of them are people I would like to spend any fucking time with yeah but I'm a boxing fan yeah and if McGregor went in there and he fucking made shy of the greatest boxer of all time yeah. and I mean he is the greatest boxing this record is what Joey of all kept telling he's me, beaten yeah. Rocky Marciano's record he's beaten everybody Five Ali Foreman they yeah. don't have the record he has they haven't even got it close to the fucking record yeah. he has. it would make a pissant match of the, the sport of, of sport of boxing yeah. so I kind of wanted Mayweather to win I have to be honest even though he's a wife beating piece of shit like whatever the fuck leave him off uh, I, I like I still wanted boxing to win yeah. I wanted boxing no, and to I, win I 100% get you know the know what I mean? discipline of what the sport is and, and it was always very predictable as far as I was concerned This is what, see you have the same outlook at this as Joey Hatch like yeah. at one point Joe, like you don't I got get excited. into the fucking ring with the greatest of all time <laughs> we had this conversation in my kitchen on Saturday night yeah, you don't get in there you just don't get in and fucking win when you've never had a professional bout in your life when you've never done more than 20 minutes in a ring in your life you don't get in there and be the yeah. greatest the most frustrating fucking man to fight in the world. Yeah. In the world, you don't get to do it. But of course, because we're Irish, you know something? There's a chance. You never this. know. So we you were, never know. So Saturday <laughs> we night. We know. We had dinner Saturday night and we were sitting there and we were chatting about it. And I, like, so I was saying to Joe, he's like, but like, you just can never, like, this this could happen for him. And then Joey had to just, because you know the way, like, I'm a bit like a puppy dog in that respect. I kind of need to be let down easy because Joey knew that how, like, come three or four rounds into it, how emotionally invested I would get into because that's yeah. what happens with me in sport. <laughs> so he was trying to let me down easy. So he just turned around and he was like, okay, Susie, just to, let's just, let's put this all into context. He was like, you're new to boxing. <laughs> let me give you, like, the ABCs here. He was like, a, he was like, Conor McGregor has ne- like never been in a, a square boxing ever. In a professional like, one, ever. ever. Like a professional one, ever. He was like, this is not his sport. He was like, let me give you like, you know, if we gave, I don't know, Andy Murray a squash racket would be good at it, <laughs> but it wouldn't be his first, even though, you know, he was like, it would probably be easier than what he's going to do, but not his first. Yeah. Like, goes, B, Floyd Mayweather is like the best. Like, not just he's kind of okay at what he does. He was like, he is better than everybody, like, single person in this entire world. Yeah. He was like, lots of people who are very good have said, I'll fight you. And he said, okay, I'll fight you back. And he goes, and he has fucking destroyed them. Every one of them. He was like, not just a little bit, not just a slightly (laughs) messy. He was like, he's fucking destroyed them. He was like, and see. He could get really hurt. Yeah. He could get really fucked up. He was he like, if, if if Mayweather goes at him, he was like, he could get, this could get really, and I was like, yeah, but you know, though in the USC, like they hold him and he goes, no, Susie. He was like, boxing is just the head all of the time. Which is why they took away the stand and A count and the three knockdown rule for this fight because McGregor was in serious fucking danger. Yeah. Of getting hurt if they didn't do that. Yeah. So this was, so we had all of this. So then I so he kind of preempted all those things. So I had that in my head. And then it got, and then at the start, even Joey was like, Jesus, he's doing better than I thought he was going to do. But Mayweather never fights for three but, rounds. Uh, but this is it. And he just goes, and I went, you know, this is like 20 past five in the morning. I'm like, Joey, he's doing very, he's doing incredibly well. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> hasn't ever boxed. And let's be um, honest, he did do yeah. incredibly well. And Joey's like, Susie, he was and not in a non like a totally non racist thing and I noticed he was like Mayweather is just he said look how relaxed he is he never and, broke went, a sweat. and I went in fairness he's still matte like he did you see his skin sweat. his he, skin was matte he never like, broke a sweat uh, Connor was glistening with sweat and like Mouth Mayweather yeah Mayweather was just like his he, he just looked like 
He was just wandering around picking his gaff, off. like he's just picking him off. He could have ended it any time he wanted to. Yeah. He just doesn't. He just never ever takes risks. That's and Mayweather's other thing. He never ever ever takes a risk. He never has to. He yeah. just He's happy to ply it all down. It was. It down. was. I was glad that we got up and watched it. I was glad that I paid twenty five quid for it because it was a piece of sport in history. That I'm kind of glad I watched it. It actually live. lived up to its height. Yeah. Hype. Which is unbelievable. These I things do never genuinely do. believe Mayweather gave gave us a fight, though. I actually believe that. And I, again, bear in mind, I think no, he did. fuck all about boxing. No, I think you're but right. From the outside, I think, right, I think he could have gone in a lot harder. He I think he could have fucking. But I think he went. A lot of people have paid money for this. It has a lot of hype. Let's not fuck it up in four rounds or five rounds. Yeah. Let's just get. And like as you said, like and and because I went. Oh, but Connor was saying that he could, and Joey went. No, Susie was like that. Referee stood in there. He was like because he said he was on a couple more, like to a concussion to a hospital. He was like, ah, he yeah. goes if he goes, he goes. He hadn't even gone into fifth gear. Like if he had to fucking wrap w- that up. And normally, in, when that happens, when he gets hit that many times without going down yeah. in boxing, you get what what's known as a standing eight count. So the referee stands in front. He counts Two, to eight. Yeah. He looks at your eyes. Yeah. If you're back, that's grand. In the rules of this fight, they took that out because they were afraid McGregor could get hurt. So they took it out. So the referee had literally no decision only to jump in and Go, call the fight. And story. it was the right thing to do. But even actually, done. one of the things cooked. we were talking about was um, we were having dinner the other, the other night again. We were chatting and Joey's brother was there and we were talking about, we had talked about it after the fight as well, the difference between Connor and the Conor McGregor we know. So if you've ever seen him after like the Aldo fighter in those fights, it's like he's scripted, right? Yeah. So you know the way he kind of talks a uh, little yeah, bit, but he can't, yeah, you can do it by the night, but kind of a bit of an American in there, but yeah, he's Yeah, he's got that sort of yeah. thing, yeah. Kind of clear and concise yeah. about what he said. You know that kind of, Damon Dempsey lest up. You know that kind of way. Yeah. Like, it's very scripted what he says. If anybody wants, come at me, do whatever. But actually, which I've never seen in Conor McGregor, I think we saw Conor McGregor that his family see because I think he was so shook from it all. He was just like, he hadn't a fucking... He was like, yeah, like, if anybody... Like, uh, if I'm anyone, not, and he was like, I'm fatigued. I'm fatigued. Yeah. Like, it's just fatigue. It's not and he damage. It's not damage. And then he goes, it, if anyone wants to not give us a bell, yeah, get, which is the was, most Dublin thing I've ever heard in my life. And I think that I think that was I think that was the actual real yeah, I think bit of Conor right. McGregor, like, yeah. in the, kind of the psychology <laughs> side of it. I think he if saw... If anyone wants to not give us a, a bell. Shout, like, That's yeah. funny shit, yeah, man. Yeah, it was good. Like, I don't care. Like, well, I'm not a fan of the guy, but he is an entertaining son of a bitch. And he's an incredible achiever. Like, what he's done in five fucking years is beyond... Uh, anything that I could do in 27 lifetimes million percent so fucking hats off to the lad and well done to him and I hope he fucking enjoys all yeah, his money I've crazy respect for him and uh, then I have to I just then, don't want to drink with him that's all no. and then the funny thing is is then Joey was the, like or I saw yeah Joey showed me a, a video they put up like I don't know where it came from but one of the the Floyd Mayweather in a suite did you see this video yeah with the money all over the floor yeah. and Joey's like so Joey's like look like that's what you're dealing with. It's like the money all over the floor. And I went, fucking disgust me. And Joey was like, it's money, it's the way he rolls. And I went, sorry, is nobody else getting that? There's like 20 strippers, 20 women with their holes jiggling in the he air. He owns a lot of strip clubs. And he's just walking around. I was like, that's, and I just went back to that, in, like really rooted disgust I had from, yeah. he just came back. And I thought that I liked him before, but I went, I just felt so sorry for those women. It's their choice. It's what they choose to do, but I'm like, you're on your fucking hands and knees with your whole dancing in the air with yeah. a fucking man throwing yeah, dollar know, bills yeah, at you. Yeah. Fuck me, I'm hard up, like, but I do you know, know I, I do, know. that that's it was that disgusting lack of respect. It's like we should respect him for yeah. his for what he does, and yet it's like he has no respect for the, I just I I just went. Thump. 
Gone yeah. back to how I felt about you before. Well, it looks like we're finishing this podcast on with agreeing high. with each other. It's um, funny the way every time we agree with each other, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> anyway, don't forget, the du- <laughs> Dublin, the podcast, we're going live. We're in the Sugar Club on the 25th of September. Tickets are on sale now. Ticketmaster.e. Check all of our social media accounts. Um, so you can check out Twitter is at Dublin Podcast, at PJ Galler, at Suzanne Kane FM, or on uh, Instagram, which I'm a big fan of now, so come over and join the fun. At PJ Gallagher, at Suzanne.fm is my Instagram account. Um, all the details are there. And don't forget to send us hashtag in your ears and we'll send you out some Dublin buttons because we have button bags. Because we got button bags, yeah. Uh, so we'll send some of them out. There you go. 80. Peace out. See you later. Bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.